Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. How many times have you loaded up the entire family into the car to take them on a trip somewhere? Once they were all packed inside and buckled up, you slowly backed out of your driveway and embarked on your little adventure. While your children chatted excitedly in the back seat, wondering exactly where you were going. 20 minutes down the road, everything was going peacefully when all of a sudden your wife let out a scream. Everybody watched as she frantically went through the contents of her entire purse, eventually dumping out everything she had under her lap. Um, as she diligently searched through all that she had, she cried out in panic, I can't believe it's not here. Most husbands would quickly assume that she had left the money and debit cards at home. When asked what she had forgotten, she replied, We have to go home. I forgot my makeup bag. You know, this reminds me of the Christian life. There, there are so many things that people can be addicted to in this world, such as nicotine or caffeine or even alcohol. But some women have one of the biggest addictions of all. It's an addiction to their own makeup bag. 1 Timothy 2 verse 9 says, In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. In the world, people walk by sight, not by faith. They focus on what they can see rather than the unseen things of God. A worldly woman knows this and dresses in a manner that captures the eyes of others. But when a woman becomes a Christian, her past life must change. However salaciously they appear in the past, they must now become modest in appearances. This is not only to prevent tempting others in the church, but to please the commands of Christ. To adorn means to make something more beautiful or attractive. And many women will try to enhance their physical appearance because they're more concerned about what people see rather than focusing on matters of the heart. A Christian woman must focus on inward beauty rather than the, the fading away of one's flesh. She needs to be noticed by her good works, not the use of her makeup brush. She is to focus on the will of Christ, not the bathroom mirror. She is to display spiritual virtues rather than the latest shade of mascara. Proverbs 31.10 says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. You know, before I was baptized, I had attended a few church services where women were dressed more worldly than some of the people you might see in a Las Vegas casino. They wore ungodly tight clothing, mini skirts, and high heels. They displayed expensive jewelry, heavy makeup, and enough hairspray to ignite the nearest barbecue grill. A church gathering is a holy and orderly gathering to worship Christ. Not a place for a woman to make such vain displays of themselves in public. All it is, is an egotistical and evil display of the flesh. 1 Thessalonians 5.22, abstain from all appearance of evil. Romans 12.9 says, abhor that which is evil. What's the old saying? No shirt, no shoes, no service. The church should have a sign outside that says dress appropriately or stay home. Women are not the center of attention in a church service. 
Jesus is. And women like these bring upon themselves disgrace. In their vanity, they only think about themselves rather than the weaknesses of others. You are never to lead somebody into a place of temptation. I mean, if somebody has quit smoking or things like that, you don't, you don't throw them a carton of cigarettes. If they quit drinking, you don't buy them a case of booze. The church is filled with recovering sinners who are trying to walk as a reformed creature of God. The last place that somebody wants to see the open display of sexuality is in the church. We've come out from the world, and the world needs to stay out. A woman's outward appearance, or even certain embellishments that she might make, are meant for the eyes of their husband alone. In a Christian marriage, your body belongs to him. And it's not to be shopped around the world like the wares at a local supermarket. Uh, any expression of sexuality is meant for the bedroom between a man and his wife. And it's a private matter between the two of them. Some women will spend more time primping and prepping themselves to go out for dinner than they will for their own husband at home. They'll even post pictures of themselves online. And they're dressed in the most unimaginable uh, and inappropriate things that you could imagine. And they do it for the entire public to see. Many of them profess to be Christians. You talk about being deceived. That is absolutely shameful and disgusting. Their appearances are no longer meant just for him. And then they can't understand why their husband gets upset with him. It's just an open display of the carnal nature and complete vanity around amok. 1 Peter 3, 1 says, Likewise, your wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plating the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in, in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also who trust in God adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, as long as you do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. A woman who wears modest apparel will clothe themselves with things that you'd consider shy or reserved. And these are two virtues that many women who profess Christianity, they don't possess. They wear more revealing stuff at the beach than some unbelievers, and it's absolutely immoral. Instead of being convicted and ashamed in their hearts for such behavior, they're proud and shameless. Just their clothing indicates that. If they won't humble themselves enough to wear modest clothing, they can't possibly humble themselves enough to do the will of God. After all, he that is unfaithful in the least is unfaithful in much. In order to serve God, it requires humility. If they're going to traipse around in immoral clothing, they don't have humility. That's called pride. Instead of noticing a woman's features, the Christian woman wants people to see her works. Works of kindness and mercy, works of love and compassion, works of gentleness and forgiveness. But some women spend more time looking at themselves in the mirror than they do in their prayer life with God. They spend more time thinking about the right shade of lipstick than they do thinking about helping others. If you want to be a godly woman, modesty is a great place to start. 
If you want to search for something, seek the teachings of Christ, because you won't find the answers by looking inside of your makeup bag. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK, JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.